The following is from East Delta Baptist Church. For more information, visit us online at www.eastdeltabc.com. How's everybody doing this morning? Um, how many of you rather be here than uh, fighting a bear with one arm tied behind your back? Show of hands. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm, uh, I'm glad to have a motivated crowd here. So, Ten people, yeah. Some of, I think some of the people took the bear option, man. That's, that's not looking good. Um, but, yes, yeah, it's, it's great to have you guys here this morning. And um, I, this morning, you know, we, uh, I just want to talk about God's glory first uh, and foremost because that's what, that's what life's about. Um, that's what this, this crazy thing, uh, we, we, this road we travel down, everything we do as Christians, um, it's about God's glory. Um, nothing at all of it or any part of it is about us. Um, so how many of you have heard the saying that too much of a good thing is a bad thing? Everybody heard that? Yeah. Well, uh, I kind of experienced that last night, actually. Um, me and Brooklyn, we, we decided to cook, and I decided I, I, I love, I mean, I love probably more than almost anything in this world, bacon, okay? <laughs> and I decided, I decided to eat, I almost eat a whole pound, didn't I? Yeah, so I used to could I used to could eat a whole pound and not suffer any consequences whatsoever, but I paid for it, guys. Last night and this morning, yeah, I paid for it. Him, yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you. Um, so yeah, I suffered for it, and so I, I, I kind of got the point of my message that too much of a good thing can can be a bad thing, except um, it, that's truth, but it's not absolute truth. It, it's it's not absolute truth because uh, when it comes to God, you know, you can't ever get enough, can you? Um, that is one good thing that you can't get enough of, uh, and it never becomes a bad thing, okay? Um, so looking at God's glory, I, I kind of want to look at it in the context of, of our selfishness because we are such selfish people, and we don't even realize it. Um, myself in this, I'm so selfish, and, and half the time I don't even realize I'm doing it. And so this morning, I just kind of wanted to, to show you guys some things that I've been experiencing and I've been trying to uh, to. I guess removed from my removed from my life about uh, from my own selfishness, okay? Um, because it gets in the way of God's glory, and the fact is that nothing can get in the way of God's glory, right? Amen. Um, but um, it's in our best opportunity and our best benefit to, to go ahead and get that out. Um, so, first thing we're going to go to uh, John um, John three twenty two through thirty six for me, okay? Um, is where we're going to be most of the morning. And um, right here, um, John the Baptist um, is uh, baptizing people, okay? And he is with his disciples. And, and so just setting the scene there for you. We're going to be starting in verse 22, okay? Um, it says, Then Jesus and his disciples left Jerusalem and went into the Judean countryside. Jesus spent some time there um, baptizing people. And at this time, John the Baptist was also baptizing um, because there was plenty of water there. And people kept coming uh, to him from, from baptism. Um, verse 24, there, this was before John was throw out, thrown into prison. Uh, a debate broke out between John's disciples and a certain Jew over ceremonial cleansing. So John's disciples came to him and said, Rabbi, the man that you met on the other side of the Jordan River, the one you identified as Messiah, is also baptizing people, and everybody's going to him instead of us. So right there, um, verse 22 and through verse 26, we start to see um, some selfishness to occur, okay, um, from uh, John's disciples. And we also see that 
there's jealousy in there because they go hand in hand. Jealousy and uh, jealousy and selfishness go hand in hand together because if you got one, you got the other, right? If you're jealous, you're obviously going to be selfish, right? And if you're selfish, it's because you're jealous um, of what others have. Um, so, um, verse 27 through 29, I want to point out something to you. John, um, John says, John replied, no one can receive anything unless God gives it from heaven. You yourselves know how plainly I told you I am not the Messiah. I am the only one here to prepare the way for him. It is the bridegroom who marries the bride, and the best man is simply glad to stand with him and hears his vows. Uh, therefore, I am fulfilled with joy at his success. John right there is simply saying um, the bridegroom, uh, obviously being Jesus here, the groom uh, or the bride, excuse me, the bride being the church, God's people. And then John saying, I'm the best man in this situation. So John saying, I am simply just happy to be a part of this big thing, this big picture. I'm just happy to be a part of the wedding that is Jesus and his church, okay? Um, He's saying, I'm not trying to be selfish, and uh, I'm not trying to steal from him because the disciples were were jealous of Jesus. And, I, you know, maybe if I was in their shoes, I would be like, I don't see how you can be jealous of Jesus. But they were jealous because Jesus was baptizing more people than them, okay? So they're being very selfish, and um, that's easy to do as humans. Um, And so John says, I'm just happy to be a part of it. I don't care how it happens, where it happens, who it happens from. I'm just, I'm just happy that God allows me to be a part of this, this process, this, this, uh, this kingdom. Um, verse 30, but John says, uh, a very, the most important thing I want to point out to you today, um, he must become greater and greater, and I must become less and less. And that is the hardest thing for us to do as selfish people, right? We're, we're humans. The way the world's set up is to be selfish, right? Um, everything is money, you know, that's, that's one, number one reason, or number one cause of selfishness, right? Um, and so it's the root of all evil, and so it's easy for the way the world's set up just to be, um, just to be selfish, and uh, so what do we got to do? Um, what do we got to do to change all of that, to get rid of this selfishness in our lives? Um, the first thing I want you to think about is mentality change. Um, how do we think about things? Uh, you can ask Brooklyn, I am the most pessimistic person in the world. I am a realist. I call myself a realist. She calls me pessimist. Everybody know what a pessimistic person is? I look at the worst in life. Um, I call it realism, um, but it could be um, we'd be driving down the road and like a little small animal crawls out in front of us and she'll be, I'll be like, watch out! And she'll be like, oh, it's, just a, you know, it's just a little cat or something. I'm like, we could have hit that thing. We could have rolled in this bug. We could have we could have ended off in a river. We could have you know drove off a cliff or something. You know that's the kind of that's how a pessimistic person is. Okay, I call it realism. It's a little over excessive, I know, um, but that's just an example example of of, of how a pessimistic pessimistic person thinks. Um, but it ta- it requires mentality change. Um, so turn for me to First Corinthians ten uh, thirty one. Okay. We need to not worry about these things. And that's what it says right here in verse 31. It says, so whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do, um, do it all for the glory of God. Um, and I tend, to, um, I tend to get focused on the things around me 
and not on focused on God's glory and get caught up in that. And it takes a, it takes a mentality change in that. Okay. Um, it's so easy to think about ourselves. Uh, I, I remember Jake, he, he preached on, I think it's a Toby Key song. I won't talk about me. I won't talk about I, I won't talk about number one. Oh my, oh my. Did I quote that right? I just personally know that song. Um, just kidding. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it takes a mentality change. It takes, and, and you may read this version and be like, how can we eat and drink and whatever we do, how can we do that to the glory of God? Well, believe me, it's possible. Um, it takes a mentality change, though. So the first thing I want to point out, I want to point out prayer. Um, it takes prayer, talking to God, right? Um, you have to excessively talk to him, allow him to open your mind up uh, to give you the answers that you seek and to um, tell you how to live your life. Um, turn to Luke uh, 11 for me, uh, 1 through 4. And I know you all know this, and so we're going to say it together just to make sure you're not falling asleep on me. Um, but it is the Lord's Prayer. And it may be a little shortened in my book, but I'm going to quote the whole thing. Um, so everybody knows the Lord's Prayer, right? So here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, thy kingdom, thy will be done. On earth, come on. All right, that was beautiful. Um, that was that was perfect. Um, now I want you guys to I want you guys to do something for me. I want you to look at that. I want you to think about it. And I need you to not be selfish and, and look for yourself, okay? But I need you to do it for me. But I want you to look in there and tell me um, where you see that it says Dylan needs a new Lamborghini. What? <laughs> I need you to look in there and tell me where it says Dylan needs a new Lamborghini. <laughs> I, see some of you, I see some of you looking. I see some of you looking like... I'm not even going to look for that. Why? Because you know already, right? It doesn't say that, does it? So I want you to look at this prayer. Right here, Jesus is teaching his disciples how to pray, okay? And I want you to look at this, and we're going to break this down. In there, I want you to tell, look at it. Tell me how often it, it, it focuses on us, okay? What's the, first, what's the first sentence? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, right? Okay, so... Talking about God, his glory. First thing, right off the bat, right? Um, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Talking about God's kingdom, his focus, his purpose, okay? On earth as it is in heaven. Give, this, uh, give, us, give us this day our daily bread. Um, I know we're Baptists, but that's not talking about food, okay? Um, that's talking about Jesus Christ, okay? Um, that's another thing um, I want us to focus on. These prayers, when we pray, it's not about us, um, I'm guilty of it. I'll tell you this. Um, you don't have to show your hand, but 60% of the time, okay, this guy right here, my prayers about myself, okay? 80% of the time sometimes, my prayers about myself, okay? 100% of the time sometimes, my prayers about this guy, okay? So I want you to think about that. Think about your prayer life and compare it to this one because how often does it focus on us, okay? Um, Thy will be done um, on earth as it is in heaven. Uh, excuse me, I got off. I can't start in the middle. Um, 
give us each day the food we need and forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Right there, it starts talking about us a little bit, but it's still not even about us, okay? It's about us being forgiven for our sins. It's about us not leading into uh, temptation, okay? So the thing I want you to get out of this is our prayers do not need to be focused on us. Our prayers need to be focused on God and his kingdom and his glory. That comes first, and I'm going to teach you something. When we put God first in our prayers, when we put God first in our life, everything else is going to fall in line, okay? I promise you that. Um, look at Luke 12, 22 through 26 for me. says, then turning to his disciples, Jesus said, this is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food to eat or enough clothes to wear, for life is more than food and your body is more than clothing. Look at the ravens. They don't plant or harvest or store food in the barns, for God feeds them, and you are far more valuable to him than any of the birds. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And if a worry can accomplish a little thing like that, what, what's the use of worrying over bigger things? We don't need to be focused on these worldly things. We don't need to be focused on us, on our, on our money, on our food, on our house, on our problems, okay? That'll fall in line if you put God first in your life. I promise you that, okay? Um, seek God first through your prayers, and your life will be changed. Second thing, I want to talk about the Bible because um, we read the Bible wrong. Uh, I do. I, I have. Um, and I'm trying to I'm trying to change the way I think about the Bible. Um, Jake mentioned the story of David and Goliath, and uh, I'm guilty of this, as I'm sure most of you are. At some point, um, you've got something going on in your life, and, you, and you, you look at the story. You just happen to look at the story of David and Goliath, and the first thing you do is, what do you do? You look at Goliath as your problems in your life, right? And then who do you put as David? Yourself, right? But you put David in as yourself, right? And you're trying to overcome your problems. Well, you're, you're doing it wrong. You're reading the Bible wrong. Because who should be in David's shoes? God, right? God needs to be in David's shoes because David couldn't walk up. and If David was in David's shoes, guess what's happening in that battle? Well, Goliath is about to eat somebody alive, okay? Um, so that's why you have to put God in David's shoes. And we have to do this um, as we read the Bible. And I know it's hard to do because we sit down and everything we do, we read this Bible and we want to go, okay, God, what do I need to change in my life? What do I need to do in my life? Well, there's your problem right there. Okay. It's not what you need to change. It's what God needs to change. Right. Okay. So putting God first when you read the Bible, okay, it's all about God's, God's glory. We don't want to. We don't want to take away from that. You know, we've seen a we've seen a huge blessing in uh, Hurricane Harvey. We've seen so much help. They they said they were turning people away from Houston, right? Um, amen. Because uh, they had so many help, so much help. And I heard people saying on the news, and and I thought, here's the problem. Here's the mindset. They said, look what people are doing. And I said, no, that's wrong. I said, look what God's doing. Not look what people are doing because if people are doing this. They're doing it for God, right? Not everybody, um, but most are. Um, and so putting, putting God first in our prayers, putting God first when we read our Bible is important. Um, and then through, through all of this, guys, um, through your mental, mentality change, we need, after that we need a change of heart. Um, with a change of heart um, and a change of mentality, it all comes for, full circle. Um, and if, you, and if you think about it, when you, when you change your mind, guess what happens? Your heart changes, right? 
And when you change your heart, your mind changes. Um, so Jeremiah 17, 9 for me. Um, Jeremiah 17, 9 says this. This is what the Lord said to me. Go and stand at the gates of Jerusalem. Um, that's Jeremiah 18, 9. My bad. Uh, or just, excuse me, Jeremiah 17, 9. Jeremiah 17, 9. Now we're on the back. We're on the right page. The human heart is more deceitful of all things, and it is desperately wicked. Um, so don't even trust your own heart, okay? I... Uh, Little story for you, everybody. Uh, I know Karen owns the course. I started out the First Baptist, where I started volunteering for about man, probably about four years, I think, four or five. Um, and before I came here, uh, I, I was very happy where I was at. I was very happy at the First Baptist Church. It's a great church. I love it. I still love it. I love the people. Um, but I felt like um, I felt like someone was telling me to go. I felt like God was speaking to my heart and he was telling me to go that I need to stop being a volunteer and I need to step out and I need to branch out and I need to start my own ministry. Um, and so I, pray, I was praying, praying about it. But the thing is, guys, if I would have listened to my heart, guess what my heart was telling me to do? It was telling me to stay at First Baptist. That's what my heart wanted. But guess what God said? He said go. Um, and so I had to not listen to my heart in that moment. I had to listen to God. And... Uh, Man, guys, it's been amazing. Y'all have taught me. Y'all have made me grow as a Christian so much, and y'all have taught me so much. Um, and now I've been here almost almost three years. How many years, Haley? She don't know. Two. Almost three. We're going on year number three. So, uh, yeah, if I'd have listened to my heart, guys, I, I probably wouldn't be here. I probably wouldn't be doing this. I might not even be a Christian if I listened to my heart, what my heart wants, um, because the heart is deceitful. Um, so first thing before changing your heart, I just want you to know that that um, you can't always trust it. Um, I also seen a Kansas man. You may have seen it on the news. And he, he, uh, he came all the way from Kansas, got his boat, and was saving people. Um, it was an amazing story. But uh, the newscaster asked him, you know, um, why are you doing this? Why are you down here? He said, I just felt like God told me to come. Um, you know, he, he just listened to what God said and not what his heart said because I'm sure his heart says stay home, stay warm and dry, you know. Um, don't get out in them waters where it's, uh, you can get electrocuted or shark bitten and uh, whatever, you know, gators. Um, so I think I've seen a shark on the highway. I don't know how true that is, you know. But, uh, yeah, so it's all about listening to God and not listening to your heart. Um, Jeremiah 1710 uh, says this right here. Um, but I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. Um, another version of it says, um, I examine all hearts and I examine the mind. Um, I want you just to um, realize that God knows they go hand in hand. These are connected, right? This is how we function. Um, so it's important that to change one, it helps change the other. But to change one, we also have to change the other. Um, John, finishing up the story of John, um, the last part of it, and John realizes this as we're going on. Uh, verse 31, he says, he has come from above and is greater than anyone else. We are, uh, we are of the earth and we speak of earthly things, but he has come from heaven and is greater than anyone else. He testifies about what he has seen and what he has heard, but how few believe and what he tells them. Anyone who accepts his testimony, but, uh, where'd I lost it? 
But anyone who accepts his testimony can affirm that God is true, for he is sent by God, and he speaks God's words, for God uh, gives him the spirit without limit. The Father loves his Son and has put everything into his hands, and anyone who believes in God's Son has eternal life. Anyone who doesn't obey the Son will never experience eternal life, but remains under God's angry judgment. So, Jeremiah, or excuse me, um, John realizes that we need a change of, uh, of mind. Um, verse 30, okay, he says he must become, become greater and greater, and he must become, uh, and I must become less and less. And then he, he also knows that we need a change of heart. Um, and through that, we need a change of actions. Um, verse 36, second part of it, he says, anyone who doesn't obey the Son will never experience eternal life, but remains in that God's angry judgment. Um, Change of mentality and a change of heart leads to a change of action, okay, obviously, because if we love the Lord with all of our mind and all of our heart, obviously you're going to see that overflow um, out of you. Um, I want to read James 2 for you. Um, This verse used to scare me. It's a very scary verse because I didn't fully understand it for the longest time. Um, And as Christians, it it can be scary if we're not in the right place. Um, And it talks about faith without good deeds, obviously. Um, And some of you already read this and know this well. Um, Verse 14, what what good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith but don't show it by your actions? Can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see your brother or sister who has no food or, or clothing, and you say goodbye and have a good day, stay warm and eat well. But then you don't give to that person any food or clothing. What good does that do? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. Now someone may argue, some people have faith and others have good deeds. But I say, how can you show me your faith if you don't have good deeds? I will show you my faith by my good deeds. You say you have faith for you believe that there is one God. Good or good for you. Even the demons believe this, and they tremble in terror. How foolish. Can't you see that the faith without good deeds is useless? Um, Don't you remember that our ancestor Abraham was shown to be right with God by his actions when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see, his faith and his actions worked together. His actions uh, made his faith complete. And so it happened, just as the scriptures say, Abraham believed God and God counted on him as a righteous um, because of his faith. He even called the friend of God. He is even called the friend of God. So you even, you see, we are shown by the right with God, by what we do, not by faith alone. Um, so, yeah, Abraham, if he wasn't a sacrificed, um, if he wasn't a sacrificed Isaac, what good would it do him, right? He can say he loves God all day. Um, and his mind may say that, but guess what? His actions didn't show that. So what's that say about his heart? So it takes both a change in mentality and a change in heart. Um, verse 25 it says, Rahab the prostitute is another example. Um, she was shown to be right with God by her actions when she uh, hid those messengers and sent them safely away by a different road. Just as the body is dead without breath, so is also faith dead without good works. Um, the good news is God doesn't just focus on, on good works alone. Amen? Because I do a lot of things for myself in this world, okay? Sometimes I get up here, guys, and I lead worship, and it, sometimes I, I, it's about me. Um, I have to say a prayer every time I get up here and say, you know, this is not about me. It's not it's not to make me look cool or make um, make me look good. It, it's simply about God and leading worship. Um, and so we have to stop being so selfish and we have to focus on God through everything we do, through our prayer, um, through our reading our Bible. Um, and we have to have that mentality change. We have to have that heart change. OK, and you'll see everything work out in your life, believe it or not. Um, 
I promise you, it will. Um, I need to tell you guys, thank you. I didn't, I'm going to tell you the rest of the story. I, I, I came out here. Um, I came out here, and I got this job. I don't know why y'all took me, but you did. Thank you. Um, and I don't know why you keep me around, but you have. So I'm um, going on two years. But, uh, you know, I took this job, and I don't know why. Um, I just told you, know, I, God told, said go, so I went. Um, and a few months later, guess what ends up happening? My mother loses her job. She's a... Uh, I ended up paying her bills for six months, and you know what? Because of you guys, y'all allowing me here to be a part of this, I could pay her bills. I paid her bills for six months. Um, things just fell in place for me in my life, okay? Being a college student, I was able to do that as a college student, okay? That's crazy. So thank you guys for that. Um, and just know my life is a living testimony. I promise you when, when you, when you change your heart, when you change your mentality, the way you look at things, and you place God first in your life. I promise you, things are just going to, they're going to, I ain't saying there ain't going to be rough patches, but things just going to, it's going to lay out, okay? He's going to bridge those gaps for you. I promise you that, okay? Um, just something for you to think about. Hopefully I opened your eyes to a few things of ways that we, we can be selfish and not even realize it through a prayer, through a life. But um, make everything about God, um, God's glory. It comes first. Um, the Bible, this thing is not about us, Okay? It pertains to us, and I think as I think as people and humans, we get that confused. Pertain means um, it can apply to us, right? But everything, all this, and all this, the whole world, it's all about God's glory. Okay, um, He doesn't need us. He doesn't have to have us. Okay, He just allows us to be a part of that. Um, and I hope you guys that that just serves as a reminder for you this morning of who He is and and um, how much He should mean to us. Okay, um, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, uh, I thank you for I, th- I thank you for who you are. Um, I thank you for being all powerful. I thank you for being Almighty, and I thank you for being in control um, of of this world, God, and, and our lives, Lord. If it was in our hands, it, it would all be going downhill fast. Um, I thank you for your glory, God. I thank you that you you allow us just to to have a part and share in your glory, um, and I thank you that it's not about us. Um, it just makes us better people. It makes us better followers. It makes us better um, Christians, Lord. And um, ask that um, if we're not focused on your glory, God, that we would just have uh, you would help us in the, the mental change we need to make and the change in our hearts that we need to make, Lord, and we know who we, who we need to trust, which is you. Um, I thank you. Um, I thank you for everything you do, and I thank you for sending your son to die on the cross. Um, and paying for our sins, Lord, your mercy, your grace, your love. Um, and I ask that we just not forget these things as we as we go throughout our week and our, our jobs and our homes, Lord. And, um, we would just be able to share that through our actions with, with our families and loved ones, God. Um, and we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.